Welcome everybody to another edition of the podcast. It is May 17th and tonight we've got none other than Sex Club Jerry in the house uh, along with Danny Diggler. So probably going to be talking about a variety of subjects, but uh, let's get this party started. Give Mr. Diggler a call and uh, get things rolling. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, how you doing? Feeling good. Feeling good, huh? Well, yeah, much. I mean, I went outside. I went to uh, Petco or PetSmart and uh, Safeway and Costco today. Nice. How was? And you know what I did? You, you know what I did? I uh, well, I went to Costco or well, I went to Petco or PetSmart and uh, Safeway first. Then I dropped that off at home because I had to get some ice cream and some cold stuff. But then I went to uh, Costco, and right before I went to Costco, I took a big old dab. Isn't that the best? Well, when you know you got to stand in line or you got to just, I mean, if anything, I bring my tension level down from a 10 to like a 4. You're really not going to piss me off. I mean, I think I think more people should shop stoned a little bit. I mean, you might buy a little bit more product that you didn't anticipate, but you're going to be a nicer person to be around. You might take a little bit longer too, but uh, man, is it way easier to deal with people at the fucking store if you're a little if you're just a little stoned? Well, when's the last time you uh, actually smoked? You, I heard you uh, stop smoking. Take a little sabbatical. Uh, I'm, uh, God, I don't know. I, Thanksgiving was the last time I did it. I mean, you got to smoke on Thanksgiving. I mean, if you're going to eat a shitload of food, you might as well be stoned. So you've been sober for six months. It, yeah. I, you know, there's a couple of reasons behind it. Uh, one is legal. Uh, I got in a little trouble. Now, I'm not getting drug tested or anything like that, but if they try to spring any of that bullshit on me, I'd like to be prepared. Uh, the other part is, too, uh, I was looking for a gig, and uh, I ended up getting a gig. It didn't require a drug test or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I was in the in the job market, but, you know, since I've been there the whole time, uh, I've been thinking, like, well, you know, might as well just keep the streak alive, but uh, I don't know. I almost broke today. I went to the driving range, and man, do I ever miss being stoned at the driving range. I think I play better when I'm stoned. I, 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 you know, it's, it's about finding the good balance. It's about finding the balance. It's like, I'm enjoying myself. I'm not causing a scene, but as soon as you enjoy yourself too much so you're like fuck you or whatever that that goes overboard yeah no I I'm mean, just saying I'm just saying if you're gonna party take responsibility sure uh, I'm talking about golf but I mean have you 
think about this have you ever have you ever experimented like all right hey this this time out uh i'm not gonna have any beers i'm just gonna smoke weed have you ever tried that oh no i totally have i totally have and you know what i do a phenomenal job i i think weed if anything kind of focuses you when i was playing pool on on joe's pool chain yeah he was like, I, I, he was like, I know you like to drink and stuff, but I would rather you just try to enjoy pot. And so I did that for like a, a couple of years and don't get me wrong. I still like to drink. It's my go-to, but, um, no, I started to, uh, I started to smoke more pot before I played pool and I, I realized I could focus better. It's good to know that your go-to is alcohol not cocaine or something like that you'd probably be dead by now you know i i think everybody jumps on everything i think uh well i think that uh certain people um jump on drugs too early when they're not ready they're just not not ready to ride the wave Well, it's one of those things that it's like you don't need somebody to pressure you. If you want to try something, try it, but try it in your own time. So if you try it in your own time, that means you're a lot more prepared. Do you think you would have been better off if you didn't try anything? No drinking, no drugs, no nothing? Like, as a... Well, I could guarantee you one thing right now. I would be married, and I'd probably... uh, be uh, attending a uh, church service tonight since it's Sunday, yeah. and that's not that's not me. So, if you want to ask if I would be better, I mean, you're a troublemaker. No, you're a tro- you're a troublemaker, and we get a little fucked. Well, let me ask you. Let me, let me ask you a question. What's um, what's your opinion about somebody who's got everything together? They when can you sit back and relax? No, when can you sit back and relax? Because obviously, I think that oh, people sorry. are judged by what they do for work, and you know whether or not they have you know a car, uh, you know just how much money they got. That's how people are judged, and if you got your shit together or not. Now, let's say you don't got any of that shit. Elon Musk recently decided to sell all of his shit. You're going to walk up to that guy and he's like, so Elon, you got a house, anything like that? What do you do? So, so, oh, I don't so, got a so house. Think about that. Can you tell that guy he's going to get shit together? No, he's going he's to rent now. He's going to rent now. He's and the re- thing is, is that he said he's going to rent. And he goes, sometimes, he actually said this. He goes, sometimes when you have too much physical possessions, you lose sight of what you actually really want. So if you think about that, most of us, we want this, we want that, we want this, we want that. And then when you get it, are you going to be happy? I think the things and that you get no, end up well, owning you. Hold on, hold on. He, he, he's got a point where he's like, I think you're right, too. But uh, he got to a point where he actually had how many houses in Beverly Hills or Malibu or... I mean, he's selling like four or five or six at a time. And 
Never lived at any of them. Well, you realize that when you do have stuff, are you really enjoying it? Right. There's got to be a point where you think you've got just too much stuff. And if you've got, like, fucking eight mansions in Beverly Hills and then places other different parts of the world, you think you probably can't fully enjoy any of those. Well, it's not even that for me. The older I get, the realize the more I realize is that the less stuff I need. But there's certain things that I would enjoy in life, like a RV or right or a kayak to fish. And so I wonder with you, what are certain things that you're looking forward to that aren't super expensive, but you would like to have? Well, I think to have fun in life, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but you know, like fucking, you get like a solid ass RV. And what you're saying, a kayak to go fish or whatever, and you got a bike, and uh, you're pretty much self-sufficient, man. Like, as long as you got a place to sleep, a place to cook some food, and you've got a couple tools to help you, you know, get the food or, you know, enjoy your time. So let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question. If, If you were able to do that, if you had to give up everything, like you had to sell everything you owned, but you could own an Airstream and a Jeep and a couple of kayaks above with some mountain bikes, would you just say, hey, this is a good trade-off, I'm out. I'm going to go kind of travel around, and when I need to work, I'm going to work. And when I don't need to work, I'm going to enjoy my life. I still need sex in my life, and in order to get that, uh, the girls tend to uh, you know, look at guys like that like they don't got their shit together. Um, so it's tough. No, 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 stop right there. You got your shit together because you're doing whatever the fuck you want and you are independent. And you can look at a girl and say, hey, if you want to come hang out with me, we can have a good little time, but I'm not here for a long time. I'm just here for a good time. I'm going to go through this city. I'm going to go through the next city. You're going to, I mean, think about it. If you're, if you're flowing through town, you know, staying three, four nights every town. You'd get to a point where there were girls that are like, "What are you doing? You're actually, you're actually, you're actually enjoying your life. You're doing whatever. You're camping from this and that. You're gonna go play golf here. You're gonna go fish here." I don't think that's interesting to women. I'd say the majority of them will think that that's they don't want to camp. They don't want to play golf. They don't want to go rock climb. They don't want to go for a run. I think that they want to go on vacations. They want to go out to dinner. And you know what? If you want to lead the lifestyle they want to be of a... Treated ba- like, no, they, you're saying they want to be treated like princess. Sure. I'd like to have I'd like to have this lifestyle that you're proposing here, but you cannot be... No, 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 you, no, no, you no, no, no. I'm just saying camping. I'm saying camping and, and, and going around the world and experiencing stuff. There's a lot of girls out there, in my opinion, that would really be down for that because they don't want it at home. I don't think there's a lot of women that want to sit at home, but they also don't want to be this, this housewife. They don't want to feel like they're like strapped down to a house, but they got these educations where they can travel and they can, uh, uh, e-commerce, I, from I, anywhere. I, I don't know. I don't think you understand women well enough, bro. Cause like they all have this internal instinct to be uh, a mother. They want a kid and they want their fucking man 
to be able to take care of them and the kid. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Well, have you have, have you have you never heard about the feminist movement? The what? The feminist movement. They don't need a man anymore. They yeah. can do it on their own. Yeah, they can take care of everything. Exactly, and they don't want they don't want a man, so therefore, just forget about those bitches, like all of them. Well, we're gonna call somebody that uh, uh, the men definitely need the women, and the women need the men. Sex Club Jerry might have some opinions on this. I think that um, you know, it's funny. Like, okay, so we used to work together, and there was this particular. She's about my age, maybe a little bit older. Uh, but she was a total feminist. Jerry hates her. So I be, she's not getting any dick. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like she just, she just hates men, but, um, I don't know. He's got some interesting, um, points of view. He's pretty open. He's pretty open to talk about this shit. Hold on on real quick. So she hates men, but she's a private dancer. I didn't say that at all. Well, no, you're talking about Sex Club Jim. I'm assuming he works at a uh, uh, strip club. No, Sex Club sex. sex Club Jerry doesn't even he doesn't own a strip. He doesn't own a strip club. He doesn't own any of that stuff. He just uh, oh we had, we we were we throwing around some ideas one day, and I said, "Yo, I said, okay, business. If you're gonna open one, what would you open?" And he just straight up goes, "Sex Club." So, <laughs> and we went into some oh. like, different areas. Well, what's a better What's a better way of us looking at them? Because if we got a couple of callers or or people on that are listening to us, they're like, "Who's this guy?" Ask him whatever is you want. Ask him whatever. Ask him whatever you want. Like, okay. People probably say that about us. It's just his nickname. That's what That's what we're calling him for the podcast, Sex Club Jerry. Let's bring him on, and maybe he can yeah, explain himself. Let's call him. All right, hold on. Call him. Hey. Sex Club Jerry, how you doing? Good. Good. How you doing? <laughs> uh, is that a fair nickname for you or or not? Sex club, Jerry. Well, you know. I mean, you don't love to have a sex club, but you know. You don't exactly own a sex club. We were just talking about. It. He's like, I think Danny called you Sex Club Jim. <laughs> you know, you he t- Brett told me that was your nickname. I was like, I don't, I don't think this guy owns a sex club. No, no, no. Does he own like a deja vu or something? Is he a bouncer? What the hell? <laughs> I'm sure he's frequented a deja vu or two in his life. Well, well, well. There's a lot of things you could think about. A guy named Sex Club Jerry. That's well, how would you how, how how would you describe yourself? How would I describe myself? Well, first of all, not a, <laughs> not, a not an owner of a sex club. Um, yeah, that's for sure. No, I think, uh, that comes goes back to the time when Brett and I were having a drink over, having a drink over beers. That was great having a talk over beers. And, uh, that was your first one. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, you know, what would be my, uh, dream job if, you know, if I didn't have to worry about money because, you know, health, you know, sex clubs don't make money, but 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind run, running a sex club. Oh, would you employ a lot of Asians, or are you against Asians? <laughs> oh, no, no, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It's Asians, that doesn't matter. You would be more of a capitalist. You're like, who's getting the pussy is paying for it. I'm hiring. I would prefer as long as the as long as they bring in the money and I can have the money and you know that's all that matters to me. You know that now what would what would be a fair split if you own the place and you were renting out rooms? What what would be? I mean, if you were if you were at the Bunny Ranch. No, no, I think the Bunny Ranch is what like fifty fifty for a house and and the. And the girls, but you know, I I wouldn't eat that much. You know, I take twenty five percent. That would be fine. You know, it depends. You're, you're, know like, you're like you're like you're looking for something on the side. I see how you're going. I like your roof. I like your roof. I'll charge you less. But I get a, I get to see the uh, potential. Exactly. I didn't. I didn't invite the Asians. <laughs> the Asians make the money. They like. They they like. They like. I would imagine that would be a big hit. Hey, I think Asians are going to be a big thing I'd here. Go there coming for, up. I'd, I'd go I go there I think for a lot of, I think a lot of Americans are going to marry Asians because white women are nuts. Oh, I thought you were going to say for yeah. immu- I thought you were going to say to, for immunity or something like Jesus. Ameri- Christ, no, American American women are nuts. They want everything, and Asian women are like, "I'll massage your feet, I'll stroke your back. What do you want?" <laughs> I mean, I I'll have like, my with my feet. Yeah, you know, hey. I, I had a Chinese well, girl I mean, if you're into the wash me in the shower. Thing, that was interesting. What happened? Uh, I said I had a Ch- Chinese girl give me a, a, like, wash me in the shower once. That was interesting. Wow. Tell us more. Yeah. Tell us more. It was, it was pretty awesome. You actually made... Awesome. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the ideas. He's going to start putting showers in every room of the, of the uh, house he uh, winds up buying. Say that one more time. No, 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 no. It has to be a group shower, you know. <laughs> oh, well, it's party, party participation. Yeah. Jer- uh, d- damn right. There's Jer- nothing off limits. Jerry, Jerry is so what for, would you- for, the, for more, more the merrier. So what <laughs> were you saying? You're saying like 20 rooms and a communal shower. Yeah, well, you know, if it's a multi-floor, you know, <laughs> building, then maybe one shower per floor. You know, you don't want to, you know, risk somebody slipping on the stairs. So, yeah, you know, one shower room per floor. But, yeah, you know, you, you, you got to, you know, let people see the goods and, and know what's going on. Yeah, you got to put you know, it I'm out there. You're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm assuming it's you're like gonna. The, it's have like it's like the dance floor. Up and down, so you don't have to worry about flipping downstairs. <laughs> no, no, no. Elevators break down. They cost money. You know, I want to. I'm gonna make this cheap. And, so know, I, I was doing it much. Have you ever seen those, um, like the sex cruises? There's, there's. Okay, so oh. have you done any research on this? Do you know anything about it? I've heard of sex cruises. I haven't really done much research on it. Well, let me tell you. There's this... Okay, oh. okay first of all, there's this ultra-famous... Obviously, we know, we made the, obviously we know Brett made the... Uh, I was... He, 
it sounded like the vacation of a lifetime. So I was like, all right, well, so first of all, there's, there's like a fucking famous hotel in Mexico, and it's called Desire. And it's basically a clothing optional hotel, and it's just a straight party on the beach all day, all along, no clothes, right? So I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, that sounds that sounds intriguing. Uh, however, uh, they started their own cruise company, and they take cruises to, like, fucking Portugal. Beautiful. Nice job there, buddy. Uh they go all over the place, like Europe and stuff, and they stop at different ports. But the whole cruise is fucking clothing optional. And it's, I was reading some reviews, and it's like the fucking wildest party you've ever been on in your life. Like fuck Ibiza, like I'm going to, I'm going on the Desire fucking cruise. Because <laughs> you know, oh gotta, hell yes, yeah, you know I'm saying. But it's like seven thousand dollars per person. Holy shit! Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like, no, uh-uh. No, that's that's too much. No, just, just you know, give me a, a fishing trawler. It's 20 people on it. That's all I need, you know? Save your, do it in the nets. Who cares? Save your money and go to a rave. You could go to a rave for fucking 10 years of your life on that type of money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, serious. Yeah. I don't know. We were talking earlier about um, uh feminist bitches and I, I said you know what I said Jerry and I worked with this one girl she's the most feminist of them all and I was like I wonder how much dick she's getting probably none probably none but you know I I, I, I think that even dildos would run away from her so you know <laughs> it's, it's, yeah no she'd, she'd probably turn those down because they, they remind her too much of the, the, the you know male centered earth you know oh my god no it reminds me too much of male so what's a yeah. girl what's a girl like that do she she fucking lesbian or she just this celibate fucking i mean we were talking uh, uh before you got on like okay elon musk is selling like all of his shit like he's dating like a 22 year old fucking electronic fucking music bitch and just got her pregnant they tried to name him some crazy ass name but that's besides the point uh, he's selling all of his shit and we were like, okay, so well, what would you need to be happy? And like, we've talked on this podcast a bunch of times. Like, I like, you know, fucking give me an RV, give me a kayak and a bike and I could go, yeah. I go anywhere and have a great time. However, the, the flip side to that is, is I do like pussy and I wouldn't mind, you know, having a couple of girlfriends at the same time. However, girls like that, they're not looking for a dude that lives in a camper. They want no. uh, they want someone to spoil them, take them out to dinner, vacation. They want to be taken care of. Yeah. Where I'm basically living a vacation my entire life, if I had an R V, a kayak and a bike, uh that's not appealing to women like that. So can, can, I, yeah, can, I, can I can I intercede real quick? Sure, you already have reason that, no, no, well the thing is twenty year old women won't uh, be accommodating to your lifestyle. But the thing is, as you get older, and like I said, Brett, you're in your 30s and you're still trying to go after those girls in, your, in their 20s, you're going to get those girls that have these high-end dreams and this and that and stuff. But I mean, when it comes down to like guys that are just guys, which most women want, most women, I mean, even though it hurts them, they 
it hurts them to say it. They want a guy that's the guy. You know, I'm going to go fish and I'm going to go golf and I'm going to do this. If you want to come with me, you're more than welcome. But if you don't want to do anything I enjoy, why are we together? Exactly. I think a girl just you needs know, to be told what to do. <laughs> no, but I, 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 know, I don't know about that. But I mean, I mean, no. these these women who want to be spoiled all the time, and they want your money, they want you to take them off to these fancy places or whatever, even not, maybe not even fancy places, to dinner all the time and so forth, and that's the basis of their relationship. They're immature little bitches, and they need to grow up, you know? Yeah, it's nice to take a woman out to, to, to a nice place every now and again, but that should not be the basis of your relationship. So what you're saying right there is that those girls that are demanding that, those girls that are actually saying, this is what I want, they really only got about 10 or 15 years in their prime before they start demanding for that. And guys that aren't with them anymore will look at them. New guys will look at them and be like, you ain't worth my time. I mean, you want to be, you want to be with, with, you want to be with somebody who appreciates your company as much as they do, you know, whether or not how hot they are. I mean, we would all love hot little broads, but I mean, at the end of life, it's kind of nice just to, I mean, hopefully she's hot. Well, Danny, it sounds like you need to be start looking for, you know, women in their sixties because that's, that's, (laughs) No, I've been shopping. I've been shopping at Safeway and Costco. I've been going after those girls that might have a couple of husbands that died. And hope they're not trying to kill me neither. Oh yeah. God! I'll still take. No, I'll, I'll still take the eighteen-year-olds. Well, but how long? Are, how long do you think you got the chance at those? That's my question. How long? Because I know my chance is gone. I think the younger they, I think the younger you realize. I think the younger that they are, the easier it is to to paint that lifestyle that they think they want because they don't know any better. So you get a twenty. So would you be Danny? Com- Danny, you would you be Danny? Com- a forty-year-old hitting on an eighteen-year-old? Jesus Christ! You gonna talk to me the whole fucking show again? Uh, you take a twenty-seven-year-old. She's been around the block, right? And uh, fucking. She she knows what to expect. She's had a couple of people break her heart, and she's not going to put up with that shit. So the older they get, the wiser they become. Where do you go for the just you know the young ones that just are? They think that you're older, you're wiser, you're smart, and you're like you know, hey, we're on the beach, we're drinking or whatever on the beach. Like they think you're being rebellious, and they they kind of like that because women women like that out of men, and uh, they go with it. Next thing you know, you're having a threesome with their best friend. That's all I'm trying to say. It, I don't think it has anything to do with what you're saying. I, I don't think, I think you're overthinking this. I think that there's an alpha and a beta in every, every relationship. For a I think oh, there's yeah. some cash down out of your pot for a threesome. Totally. There, yeah, <laughs> totally. And some alcohol and some weed, probably. Well, yeah. you know, you do what you got to do. What, what do you think? What, what's your perspective? Well, I, I, you know, I, I think we're we're looking at two different things here. We're looking at relationship. Are you looking for a relationship, or are you looking to fuck? I mean, if you're looking for a relationship, there's a lot more to think about. There's, you know, do we get along? Does you know, does she like my friends? Do I like her friends? Do, do our parents like each other? Blah blah blah, all that shit. Or is this just sex? 
if this is just sex and the rest of it doesn't matter, then, you know, Brett going after, you know, an 18 year old is perfectly fine and wonderful. And if you can get them good for him and you can get the friends involved too. Hey, better for him. But if you're looking for a relationship, you know, then beyond the sex, then yeah, there's a lot more to look at, but you know, you, you got to ask yourself, what are you looking for at whatever time? If you're looking for a relationship right now, because that's, you know, you feel that you need to be in a relationship or whatnot, you're going to be looking for a completely different woman than you are if you're just looking, you know, to get off. It's it's so just human nature. So we we brought you in this conversation as an expert, which you obviously are. <laughs> and I think you might be proving my point a little bit. As an expert. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, it seems like you know you know what you're talking about. And and what I was just saying is the older we get, the older our our, our expect, expectations get. Like, you know, if you're in your 40s, you, you're probably more focused on 30-year-olds. When you're in your 30s, you're probably focused on 20-year-olds. But what I'm saying for women is that women have a prime between about 20 and, I don't know, 37, 38. And then all of a sudden they start flipping where all of a sudden they have kids. They don't have, they don't have men that are taking care of the kids. So there's all of a sudden starting to try to date people who don't have kids. There's a lot of us guys that kind of went on our own way and we kind of were very single and we don't have our problem, you know, problems. And then we meet a girl like that. And we're like, yeah, I, I would love to take you out, but I'm not going to take care of your fucking kids. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, but you know, and I, I, I think that's kind of a, a general statement. I mean, there are women, older women, who you know don't have the baggage, and, and a terrible thing to say, but I mean, it is baggage of children and so forth. Um, you know, but the nice thing about an older woman is a little bit more mature, um, understands life, isn't going to be as grabby and needy for the most part. You know, then you're, you know, 18, 20 year old who, you know, is also going to be very much hurt when you just look at her and say, no, that was just fucking. I don't care about anything else with you. Goodbye. You know, so, so let's pull our 18, 20 year old back into the mix. Hey, Brett, what do you think? I think that, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters what I think. And if, and if you are gonna, <laughs> seriously, like if, if, if you're going to get all bent out of shape over, you know, like, oh, I went out with this girl fuck the living shit out of her and then throw her to the side and like, you just never talk to her again. You know, I, are you the type of person that's going to feel bad about it or is, was it just sex? Now that all becomes down to interpretation of like how you set it up to begin with and how it ends. If you know, at the end, if you know, at the end, it's, that's just what it was. I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on my way, but I've had that situation happen to me, uh, recently in the last year where I went out and it was just like, you know what? Let's just fuck. And I mean, I didn't say it like that, but that's what ended up happening. I ended up never talking to her again. And she sends me like this fucking 14 page text message that I didn't even read. And I'm like, dude, come on now. Like, how are you going to send a 14 page text message to someone you just met like two days ago? She's trying to tell you the name of her kid that you just It's a Tinder date. Come on now. Oh, please. 
and she was that no nah, no nah, she needs to be off tinder yeah she was she was, lo- she was she was looking she was looking for a relationship on tinder and i'm like well that's your, i said that's your first mistake i said no one gets it i said really i said you you think that you are going to find a quality dude off of tinder i mean for real like i mean you swipe left you swipe or swipe right like i mean that's the only option there like and then you send a couple of messages and maybe you meet in real life if you make it to that tinder's the new tinder's the new version of plenty of fish no it's they're both old man like i don't think any of that shit's any good to be honest with you i think you just go out to the bar or a public place or a party or a concert or something like that that's the best place to meet people go to a fucking rave I would love to go to one right now. You you know anyone open? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, but it's... I mean, women in general are just too emotional about all of it. You know, sometimes it's just physical. You know, it's just, it's just sex. Whether that's with an 18-year-old or a 40-year-old, who gives a damn? But, I mean, it's just sex. And too many women... And, you know, I'm sure there's some guys out there, too, but whatever. Too many women just feel that, you know, oh, your dick has been in my pussy, therefore we're connected for life. No, you know, we're connected for whatever, you know, half an hour, whatever, goodbye, we're done. You know, and that's that's where the issue is. It's not so much with the age or anything like that. It comes down to really... Well, there's definitely definitely an emotional, emotional element to sex, and that's where, you know, things get muddy, where it's just like, I'm just trying to get my nut, and, you know someone else is like you know oh my god we had a this energy exchange there and it's like okay <laughs> you know and which I, I mean there's totally that but that's a different it, again all like if my goal if i just met you if goal. i met you within the first week i'm just trying to get a nut if i've if i've been talking to you for like six months and we're still hanging out and we have sex then it might be might be different because we know each other and it's like okay but you know, I, I don't know this whole Tinder online dating thing. Everybody's just trying to get their nut. Totally. So, that's all it is, and that's what it should be. And there's nothing wrong with it. it's. You know, it's it's when you come in and you're going on one of these damn sites like Tinder or apps, and and you expect to find the love of your life. Well, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Fucking, a, you could run into somebody on the street and it could be the love of your life. Who gives a damn? But don't expect that when you're on an app like Tinder. I mean, that's, that's just... God. That's just Ludicrous. Ridiculous. I, I'm going to tell you that some facts here. I've been banned from Tinder at least three times. for just sending dirty messages. All of a sudden, I try to log on and it says, sorry, your account's been banned. You know what I think of, You know what I think about Tinder real quick is that... Um, Tinder is set up and it basically empowers women. They're going to go through this Tinder thing. They're going to go through this, you know, plenty of fish, which they already did. And then they're going to create these, uh, fans only accounts. So, so women, a lot of women feel empowered about a lot of this shit because guys are horny. We want to talk about shit. We want to, you know, see you kind of just, you know, talking to a camera, even though it's not about me. You know, but it's weird. It's weird. It's going to get a lot of women to do a lot of this stuff, and they're going to waste the best parts of their life 
when, I mean, it's almost like they are trading and making some money for a short-term thing rather than being in a family in a long-term thing. Again, it's about what yeah, you're but, after, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what, like, what does everybody have on the end of their life? I mean, you want friends and family and, and kids and grandkids around you, even though none of us, I don't know about you, but you know, I know me and Brett, we don't have any kids and stuff. Most of the people we talk about, are, you know, are, are kind of, Danny, I always joke, M-G-P-O-W, men going their own way, but the thing is, <laughs> God. <laughs> no, it is, it is. But the, the thing is, it's like we're going to get a little control when the women start getting a little older and not so attractive. And there's, they're just, I mean, behind them, there's all these 20 year olds that Brett's going to go after. I mean, Danny, I think you, Danny might need a strong dude in his life. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's the cure to your, you just go in circles on this whole thing. <laughs> Me, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just, I thought I had a point. Maybe I, maybe I missed it. Maybe men, I missed it. Men going their own way. Which way would that be? Not away from the pussy? <laughs> not, no, not paying for divorce settlements. I mean, let me all of a sudden marry somebody, doesn't have a job, just got a fucking degree in fucking, uh, 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 sex science or some bullshit, you know, and when I marry her, and then she doesn't make a dime, she gets mad at me after 15, 16 years, divorces my ass, picks half my shit. What did she earn? She didn't have a job the whole time. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, like those uh, divorce settlements with like Adele. I don't know if you heard about Adele. Adele just got, she has to pay 150 million to her spouse. Yeah. And it's amazing, lot of amazing that like uh, we've we've heard all these guys, all these guys that have gotten divorced before, and they just get thrown through the ringer. You get half, no matter what, half, no matter what. And this guy got half, and all the feminists goes, "That's not fair." How is that wow. not fair? That's very fair. Here's the thing: uh, that guy, whoever that. Adele's husband was was not wearing the pants in that relationship. It was Adele. She's making hundred and fifty million dollars a year or whatever the fuck she's making from her music. She gets to call the shots. And he, he's, he's the stay at home. He's the stay at home dad. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I So you're saying he doesn't deserve half? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying, okay, the role has been reversed. So he is now. What, didn't you say he had to be? He had. To, he was asking for more or something like that. Yep. 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 You're right. Okay. So he's he's Damn. he's the woman we're talking about in this shitty fucking, you know, Geiger. I just got out of. I've been in and out of this relationship with this girl, and she's super hot. Uh, she's got two kids. Uh, she's a, a Pilates teacher, right? And. Um, She's kind of got. I the, bet you. She's got this mentality where it's like you know she's the trophy wife, and uh, even she is. she is the trophy. She's wife. Pilates, Pilates, Pilates. Is she blonde or brunette? She's brunette. She's half Colombian, half oh. half Colombian, half white. She's gorgeous. Oh, 
she's way more than a trophy wife at this point. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. Are you sending her PayPal payments? Or yeah, what? I, sh- I should be. I, I should be paying her to date her, right? Exactly. Uh, talking about it. Yeah, no, but but here's the thing: is like, okay, uh, you know, her ex husband was like some commercial real estate dude. He made like a like three hundred thousand a year or something like that. And here's here's old Brett coming in, you know not making $300,000 a year, not any member of a country club or anything like that. But she likes me. And, uh, you know, I got a little... Uh, no, is she also blind? Is she blind? <laughs> Why? What are you trying to say there, sex club, Jerry? Uh-oh, you you got to call... You gotta, he's saying you got to call a flower ears. She wants to, he wants to know if she thinks she know how to wrestle. Oh, my God. Oh, I wrestled her a couple times. I bet she uh, did. So, she, so anyway, long story short, she dumped you. Uh, no, that's not really the... We just kind of stopped talking because, like, I wasn't... Are you guys still together? No, no. No, no, no. Okay, she dumped you. No, it was just a... Maybe. You didn't have a country club membership. You didn't have a yacht on Lake Washington. She's she's not she's, I mean, she's not calling me if that's so you asking. What? You're surprised. She she didn't think your ears were cute. Jesus Christ. God. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen. What what did yeah. what what, what Maybe, what, maybe what, she thought. What were, you, what were you expecting? What were you expecting in that interaction? You knew, you kind of knew at a get go that you were a fun time for a little time. So, hey, okay. I've done. so hey, uh, I want to live in an RV and have a, a kayak and fishing and fucking. Bike. You, were, you were living in an RV when? What were you doing when you met? No, her? I'm sa- no, no, I'm saying like you know, like lifetime goals here. Like, I mean, you want to be totally free. That's the way to do it, right? You're on vacation every that day. That is the way to do it. You know, you, you can find women that way. No matter where you go, there's always a horny bitch or two who wanting to get hook up with the guy. And there are those out there who you're going to get back in your RV. You're going to go <laughs> and say bye-bye. Get and her feelings are going to get hurt. And she's going to get pissed off. And she's going to go cry on her friend's shoulders. But you know something? You're going to be 50, 100 miles away by the time... She she realizes that yeah that I'm, you, that I'm okay with exactly and there's nothing wrong with that the fact that she's not okay with it so watch them better it's not there's therapy you know who cares <laughs> it's like you never see her again exactly it's it's like it's you know, it's like advertising like you know, maybe maybe the three of us should buy an RV cash out buy an RV just travel across the country and just be hoes see what happens <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sex Club Jerry probably be into that. Oh, dude, me and him would hang out at every bar. I'd start drinking Crown Royal on the rocks again. I'd get back. Listen. I'd get back. Listen, I've been down. Okay, I lived in L.A. for a while, and uh, I was with a girlfriend at the time. We moved down there together. And uh, we ended up moving back. Actually ended up living with uh, Danny and a other friend of ours in a house. And, uh, she came with he us. He Oh, good. Yeah, okay. That's another story. Uh, anyway, didn't work out that relationship, but uh, I've gone back to L.A. two or three times since then on my own. And, dude, 
I can fall into any bar anywhere, not just L.A., but, like, I'd go down there and just chop it up with whoever the fuck's down there. And it's not it's not hard. I was telling a story on the on one of the other podcasts about fucking some girl I met up and then ended up, you know, I fuck her and then uh, I deleted my phone number off of her phone before I left while she was passed out. <laughs> I mean, fucking like got in and got out real quick. But uh, you can get in. You can get into whatever you want anywhere in the country. And I just think having the freedom to roll around like that would be fun. Uh, now, whether the avenue to make the money is you have a job where you work remotely or, God forbid, this hellacious podcast gets popular and they start making some money money off of it some way or another, uh, whatever that avenue is, you can make you can make it wherever you want to put yourself. Uh, unfortunately, I'm wondering, I'm, wondering why you're, I'm wondering why you're arguing with this. You're doing whatever you want to do and you're seeing what happens. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah, I mean, you are doing what you want to do. You are doing exactly what you said. You're the only thing is that it's not a success yet, which is fine. Which is fine. But you know you're going to be successful at something that you decide to do at some point in your life, right? Always roll with the mentality that you need to be doing something that you you enjoy. And I've, I don't, no, it makes you, it makes you happy. Haven't had one, haven't had one job in my life where I wasn't. I didn't feel like I. I that wasn't a job for me. So, you oh know. yeah, you did. You know, I had screw it all. I want to win the lottery. Buy me a fucking RV. Go in it, and just Thank go. God, somebody says the truth. And you know, screw it. I always joke around with people. You know, what would you do if you won the lottery? Well, first of all, I forget every one of your fucking faces because I don't <laughs> like you. So, and then I'm out of there. And you know, and I don't care. Like, no, you cannot have money. I'm going to spend it all. I'm going to throw it all away on booze, women, men, whatever. I don't care. I'm just going to have a fun time and fuck it. I'm going to, maybe you will find me in the middle of the desert in Utah, naked on a rock and dead. But you know something? Fuck it. I live my life. Dead I guarantee you, he's probably going to have a boner because he's taken so much Viagra, he thought another hooker was going to jump on him. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be dead from an uh, you know, ecstasy overdose and, like, and, and Viagra. Back. Too much Viagra and too much ecstasy. You have the best lotto story I've ever heard of in my life. Because it's the most honest one, too. It's the most honest yeah. one. Most people are like, oh, I take care of this and that. You're like, fuck that. I would just get quicker and sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I love it. Shit. I, I guess if I was younger and I'd, you know, wanted, you know, to shit, you know, I'd want a big house. All no bullshit. I have a fucking house. I hate it. I hate all the crap you have to do with it and everything. And, you know, you know, oh, but you'd have money to take care of it and some hire somebody. No, I don't trust anybody. So fuck it. Is so it, give me a nice RV. I'm going to drive around, you know, and explore, and maybe I'll spend three months. You might win so much money, you just fly around. You just fly around. Fuck driving. Oh, no, there is that. Oh, that's a good point. If fucking I, A, yeah. Where would, you go? where would you go? Where was the first couple of trips you would go? No, I, I, I go, I'd go back to uh, Europe. I love Europe. What part? 
oh, I've been all over, but um, I like Central Europe. You know, a lot of people, you know, talk about, you know, women and, and so forth. Central European women are fucking hot. I'm Am- not talking about, Amsterdam. like, East German or, you know, the Russian women that you always hear about. But Central European women, not only are they hot, they will fucking grab your dick and pull it off if you fuck with them. And there's something just so erotic about that. The fact that they are, they're just powerful and they really don't have much power, let's say in the government or with anything, but they know they have the power in the bed and they're intelligent. When it comes so to you would, they, they would detach your penis from your body. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're just, the and you and you are you are turned on by that. Well, not having my penis actually detached. Oh, no, <laughs> but, that wouldn't be fun for anybody. But by, but by the fact that they are very powerful women, and you know, if you happen to be lucky enough to hook up with one, you know, they either well, it could be either two things. One, they think you're an equal match to them and as powerful. Or B, you're just, you know, a pussy boy and they're going to ruin your life. You know, so either one, but whatever, you're going to get some sex. You know, so, yeah. So anyway, that's where I'd go first and then travel throughout Europe. Um, you know, I've never been to, outside of Tokyo, I've never been to Asia. Love to go to Asia. Get some women there, you know. I heard Thailand. I, I heard Thailand. I actually think Asian. Thailand and Vietnam's the shit. We had a friend of ours go. I heard Asian women are the way they like totally treat their men just awesome. Yeah, they wash you in the shower, bro. Just, didn't you hear me earlier? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'd want the washing. I mean, I would. I would. I, I would like some of it, but I mean, it's like, hold on. I I can wash my ass. I can wash my legs. I can wash. You know, let me wash my armpits. But, I mean, if you want to, like, dry me off afterwards, that's fine. So, uh, would you, Jerry, would you hotel it? Would you hostel it? Would you RV it? How would you, how would you roll? You got a, you got a million dollars. Oh, they, I'm, this guy is hoteling everything. He's got to bring a hotel. Yeah, right. I got the money. Oh, I got the money. No ultra hostels. And, and, hell, I, I'd be afraid. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be that guy who they would drag away and cut him into a million pieces. That's my luck. But... No, I, I would hotel it. Nice hotels, too. Let the women think I have, you know, a lot of money, and then, you know, screw them in a hotel and move on. And I have no problem with this thing. This, this cost me, uh, this cost me 150 American. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, even when, when I go there, when I was in, uh, in, um, in Budapest, you know, they think, you know, all Americans are really rich. Even to, in, to this day, I mean, I mean, my God, and it's not like they're a third world country. So, you know, fucking A, if I even was one level up and was able to kind of show off a little bit more, you know, hell, you know, go to the nice hotel and so forth. Shit, there would be no problem at all. Just go into a bar and just go into a bar and say you're an American. Your accent will give you away. I mean, just oh, yeah. you, can, you can roll with that for an hour or two in a bar and meet some new people and, you know, you'd, be, you'd do just fine. There's seven million, exactly. seven billion people in this world. You just got to float with your personality, and you can you can make it however you want to make it. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
I don't know. know. But yeah, I'd, I'd fly more than RV, you know, but maybe fly around for three or four years, come back to the States, take it easy, get a nice RV, then I'll do the RVing around the States, you know? I'm, maybe up to Canada. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They won't let me into Canada. <laughs> well, they're smart, yeah. There's a couple there's a couple of reasons for for one uh got a DUI in here in the states, so that's not good. They don't they don't let for two, for two they just don't like them. No, no. <laughs> no, and there's another story behind that too. I tried to sneak an ounce of weed up there like right when weed became legal here in the United States. Uh there's a place uh in Vancouver called the Amsterdam Cafe and you can openly smoke pot there. I don't know if you've ever been there, but so my, no. oh really? You got to go. It's it's well. I mean it's it's not. It's kind of lost. It's well. You got to you, you got to go since uh, you got to go since Brett can't go anymore. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I'll go for you, Brett. You can go in spite of me, I guess. But uh, I went up there and uh, I had I had just moved back from California and I had like California plates on my Jeep and I'm going there by myself. I'm like, well, what brings you to Canada? And I said, well, I was you know going to go to the casino and check out Vancouver. Bullshit, bullshit story. Like, okay, well, why? Sounds like he's drunk. What? Sounds like you're drunk, Brett. I'm just going to the casino. <laughs> well, I'm not, I go to the no, I was, I, I was, no, I was, I was sober, obviously driving up there. I mean, like, I just. Uh, so, anyways, I, I'm in line, and they're like, well, why the hell do you got California plates and a Washington driver's license? So, here's a pink slip, and I want you to go in and talk to the guys inside about that, and they'll they'll let you know what to do anyways they pull me aside and they're like well this is just standard procedure mr smith they'd start telling me to empty my pockets and stuff they didn't like strip search me or anything like that they just like empty your pockets and out comes a lighter and they're like well what's the lighter for what brand do you smoke and then i know that like marlboro reds particularly are like illegal up there so i was like maybe that's where he was going with this question and i just quit smoking cigarettes well, not just, but like probably like eight years prior to that. And knee jerk reaction was, I don't smoke. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. And he's like, Well, what do you smoke? And I'm like, uh, Maybe a little weed. <laughs> and he's like, Well, do you got a little weed on you? And I'm like, At this point, you can't lie. I mean, like, you're just going down the path, right? I'm like, Yeah, I got some weed. Next thing you know, I'm being. Next thing you know, I'm being detained at the fucking border. They're asking if they want, uh, if they should call the U.S. Embassy for me. They search my car. They find the weed because I told them where it was at, and they said, "Well, we're not going to charge you, but we're going to send you back over the border." But um, uh, they might charge you on the way back, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I'm sitting there like white knuckling it, you know, like I'm inching my way to get back in the united states and the guy goes asked me goes well why were you in canada and i said and at this point i thought maybe canada called him or something like that and you know like they kicked me out yeah no i didn't say that at all i said so i was at the casino i lost my ass off and coming back and he goes well you know you passed like eight casinos on the way up from tacoma you know (laughs) like I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I know, but like, it's kind of fun to just go up to this one and you know have a good time or whatever. He's like, and it felt like an hour, but it was like maybe two minutes. 
He's looking at my shit, looking at my registration, looking at my driver's license. I'm like, they, I'm like, he's fucking talking to the Canadians right now. Like, I'm totally fucked. Comes back up to me and he kind of goes, welcome back to the United States, sir. Have a great night. And lets me back in. And I ended up driving to fucking Bellingham and just told the next, the first bartender I could that story. And I got free drinks all night. <laughs> but I do have this piece of paper from Canada that says something about international drug smuggling, no charges. And it's in a box somewhere I, I keep with me. <laughs> so, so wait, how long are you banned from Canada for that? Not on the DUI. To be honest with you, uh, I'm not banned for Canada uh, from that at all. I actually went up to Canada about three months, four months later after that, and they let me right in. However, they wanted to search the car. You're banned now. They wanted to search the car, with, but with a, DUI, oh, yeah, or with a DUI or or even as simple as reckless driving, you can't go in at all. You have to submit like an exemption, exemption letter, which they usually decline. So it's like a revenue generating thing for them but anyway can't go now but uh, crazy damn sucks Sucks. It's, a, it's amazing a lot of people can cross our borders but we can't go into Canada yeah, I think about that do we let do we do we let DUI fucking folks from Canada come into the United States I bet you we probably do yeah, I don't know. They're happy-go-lucky guys. We don't care. You're you're just Canadians. We don't give a fuck. You guys drink all day, every day. So fuck it. Why not? Right? You guys beers and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, but Canada's pretty cool. That was one place I was. I would go. To, I would would frequent quite often. And the atmosphere up there with the women is way different. It is. Um, they're much more friendlier. They will approach you, and like I was up there with just a friend of mine, and we were talking to people left and right. They were talking to us. I'm like, "Can you tell we're Americans or what?" And they're like, "Oh no, we just thought we'd come talk to you." And they talked to us about fucking hockey and shit. And I'm like, "I don't know shit about that." <laughs> <laughs> what American does? Right. I said, "There's no hockey team in Seattle at the time. There wasn't. I mean, you want to talk? You want to talk American? Let's talk football or bat, basketball or baseball. I mean, come on." Yeah, I don't know, but um, it's it's just different up there. Here, you know, I mean, I think that the men in America have just made too many, you know, carols in the world that uh, just been jaded one way. Or, yeah, there's, yeah, there's been jaded one way or another by it some guy and they just you you try to talk to him like i mean i've been to places in uh tacoma like i, I don't know if you remember this danny or not but we were out for muncie's birthday and there was some girls we were talking to and i i thought things were going all right so i just fucking just slide my fucking hand around her waist she fucking freaks out and thinks she goes why do you think that you can just touch me and blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm like whoa i said i don't know i said that thought you were hot. I don't know. <laughs> she starts flipping out, gets security involved. And Munty was the one that ended up dra dragging us out of there. Like he negotiated with the security guard just to list, let us leave instead of fucking Jerry, Jerry, let me ask you a question. Would you, would, would yep. you throw your arm around her? Or would you kind of wait a little longer? Depends on the situation, I guess. 
It's well, it's I'm just just saying, the way it's going to work out well for Brett. <laughs> well, you, you know, I may I may not start with the uh, arm around the waist. I might touch. You know, I feel touching of the arm, just seeking the reaction and so forth. You know, if I still have my glasses on after that, then you know maybe a little bit more and more. You know, see what happens. But uh, yeah, you know, I didn't just walk up there and okay, grab her. Okay. By the way. Hey, he Brett probably did. He's he's he, you see his ears; they're kind of cauliflower. I mean, he's probably rustled Jesus over the crowd. Danny, you you have an ear fetish, Danny? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I like my cat's ears because they don't like me touching them. But no, I don't have a no. I've never touched no. In fact, and in fact. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Smith put me in a uh, choke lock many a time before when we were roommates. No, just once when you pissed me off. Well, well, you had that other time, too. There was another time? Oh. I, w- I wish I could remember, but I was choked out. I cannot recall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyway, we got like fucking maybe two minutes left in this fucking podcast. I kind of feel like we're just getting warmed up. Jerry, if you're in for another one, we'll do another one, and we'll take the best of the two and put it online. What do you think? You know, I really don't give a damn. All right, so you're. I think this was pretty fun. I think this was pretty fun, and I I was very surprised how quickly time passed by. Well, then we'll 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 put them both up there. We'll just make a part two. So, All right. Well, yeah. If Jerry's ready, I mean, we got to talk about his uh, I, exit. It's plan is plan strategy exit for quarantine. God, we didn't even talk about. He's quarantine. gonna get more quickly than the rest of us. I know that. Plan strategy exit. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, uh, eh, yeah. Parts you haven't figured it out yet. Don't worry. It's okay. It'll come. Jerry, what's your plan strategy exit for COVID? (laughs) My plan plan strategy once the uh, quarantine is over, if it's ever over, um, is to um, probably go and really get into latex because after that, this, we're going to need as much protection as possible. Touche. Touche. Yeah. So, yeah. Latex? I mean, yeah, like body yeah, body suits, you know. Body suits and so forth, yeah. Condoms, you know, face masks, gloves, everything. Everything, yeah. You know, I mean, what was that movie, Eyes Wide Shut, where they wore the masks and stuff? Yeah, well, who knew that was going to be reality? See, yeah. see Jerry, Jerry's full of the, the business ideas, and he's trying to capitalize on this quarantine, this COVID shit. So with that said, let's get into another podcast here in about... Just a couple minutes and uh, do another one. We'll get into that shit. How's that? Are we in? Yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta close us out. We got the music going, don't we? Music's going right now. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll catch you some other time, probably in a couple minutes, and uh, that'll be that. Peace. Peace. You wouldn't even talk to me.